Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. The summer break is over and we're all still alive. It's episode number 235. And we're back. We're back after a summer of excitement and heartbreak. And as the international football now dies away, as the buzz from a successful Euros goes, we're brought back down to earth by the solemn reality that is Stoke City Football Club. But could the winds of change be in motion stoke have released many a deadwood player in this last few weeks we will talk at length about that and brought some new players in it's an interesting time are things changing at our beloved club or will it be all of the same joining me to discuss david cowlishaw sitting in a room boiling to death how are you hot one today huh (laughs) it is a very warm one and tom how are you? You've just had to shut the big door. So yeah, how are you feeling? I don't know. Um, keep an eye on me in the pods. Uh, after 15 minutes, this could get unbearable. <laughs> God help us. Uh, did you Did you both really enjoy the Euros? I mean, it's a stupid question, isn't it? But like, are you over it? Are you over it yet? Or Yeah, it's a shame about the, um, the, the coming home nature of it. Uh, the... And the, you know, we'll call it the abandoned pilot scheme to get football to come home. But, um, yeah, I don't think, well, especially if you've heard me over the last four years of doing these podcasts or whatever, I don't think I've enjoyed football quite as much as I have uh, over the last three or four weeks, uh, even aside the rare and unique event of England being bloody excellent fun. Um just the whole tournament was just fantastic. Some fantastic games. Just, yes, it's so easy to kind of hate what football represents a lot of the time, but it represented <laughs> so many brilliant things. And Scotland were there and they did their best, <laughs> which is important. You've reminded me, we must give, of course, a lovely shout out to, to Tony, who is not with us today. Uh, not quite yet over Scotland's tournament performance and to be honest i know he said to us oh i can't make it today but i do believe it was because he just didn't want to talk about anything related to england getting to a major final but we wish him all the best don't we tom was it nice nice to watch england be okay and good have we got new national sweethearts i uh, i've stopped looking up at the space that's like directly behind my laptop and um, where my wall chart used to be which I tore down rather um, upsettedly on that Sunday night. But yeah, um, what a turnout for the books to actually see um, such effort and actually see it pay off. Um, of course, I'm talking about Harris Seferovic actually scoring some goals for us <laughs> and ending his bullying of Jordan Shakiri, which has been going on ever since he was a Stoke player. So that was nice, wasn't it? <laughs> Indeed it was. Indeed it was. Right, shall we, we we've got all the happiness out of the way. Let's let's dive in to, to, to Stoke City then. We they've been back for a little while, but the club has been relatively active in the transfer market. Let me start by telling you some of the names who have left the club. Oh there is no no Here we the, here we here we fucking go. <laughs> well here's the thing. I'm looking at it, but none of the uh 
Uh, on the Wikipedia, it's either free or undisclosed or released. <laughs> uh, okay, but here's some big names, some big names. Going to SK Rapid Wien or Vienna, Kevin Vimmer on a free. He's gone. He's, go- He's out God. of there. He's gone. Going God bless to- the bakers of Vienna. Going to FC UEFA or UEFA. I don't know how you say it. Sorry, Russia. Uh, for an undisclosed fee, Moritz Ooh. Bauer. He's out of there. See I you see. later. Uh, an undisclosed one. Wow. Going on a free to Q8SC, John Obi Mikel has gone. Ta-ra. Bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> going to AZ Alkmaar for an undisclosed fee, Bruno Martins Indy. Bye, no Martins Indy. <laughs> uh, we've then got uh, released on a free Jordan Cousins, who's now gone to Wigan. We... Estranged Cousins. <laughs> uh, Liam Lindsay for an undisclosed fee went to Preston North End when will we see the like again <laughs> I was thinking of that song that yep yep deep cut uh, R- poor Tony's not even near <laughs> Ryan Woods went to Birmingham on a free bye um, Ryan Woods <laughs> and then the, the last one of note who I have here who isn't a youth player uh for an undisclosed fee, but purportedly the biggest fee and the one that caused the most stir, Nathan Collins moving on to Burnley. Yeah. Let's yeah. start with. I mean, there's a, there's a there's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, the Nathan Collins sale, though. Let's start there. Inevitable, really. What do we think? Classic, good moves for all parties scenario. I think we need the money. Nathan Collins is potentially already slightly too good for us or his potential will take him that way very soon uh burnley need to have an let's call him british isle center half in there uh just because he he fits the burnley mold he's 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 not even got an accent on any of his letters he's just yeah uncomplicated he'll get mud on his shorts for him and I think Sean Dyche is a very happy man. Good, good luck to him. Something spectacularly unstoke about the entire transfer, like selling someone for a reported twelve million and replacing mm. them with an also good young centre half for one and a half million, reportedly, just mm. seems too good to be true. Maybe feel like something's going to go spectacularly <laughs> wrong. Yeah, um, I mean, you you do have to kind of give some credit for the one transfer we've turned a decent profit on. In the same window, our eighteen million pound centre back goes for a can <laughs> of beans. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a very decent point. I mean, it's it's sad. I would have liked to have seen Nathan Collins be with us for another season, but. When when someone comes in, you have to, God, you have to capitalize. And I think maybe, I don't know, the club kind of have learned a little bit of a lesson with this when like we didn't let go of Jack Butland and and things like that, where you've kind of got to seize the opportunity some somewhat. It just seems that we're a, we're being a little bit smarter mm. this thing, and I don't know if that's Alex Aldridge's influence in the recruitment department or what, but. I mean, all the dead. A lot of those players, Kevin Vimmer, your Moritz Bowers, um, players who you 
don't re- who had no future for like the last three years are no longer here. That's got to count for something, right? Um, it's just you said we didn't let go of Jack Butland, and then Jack Butland proceeded to let go of everything else. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What we haven't done so far this summer, Touchwood, is sign twelve new players and just hope that everything will turn out okay. Um, we've signed three. Um, so, yeah, that seems like relatively level-headed business. Either that or we're just um, sending out hopeless spam emails to all the football league clubs saying, give us players, please, and it's just <laughs> been disregarded. But, yeah, it seems to be like we actually might have a plan so far, which is always reassuring. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean... Out of all the players who have gone there, there, there's none really that I can grumble too much at. I think Ryan. I'm I'm still perplexed about Ryan Wood as a Stoke player because I had thought he'd be decent, but some of it didn't work out there. Jordan Cousins as well. That one was, I guess he was just a bit part player, and so it makes sense for him to move on to try and get get more football really. Um, but apart from that, the John Obi Mikel one is interesting simply because. Had he agreed to stay on? Or was it a case of he'd agreed to stay on unless someone came in with a crazy amount of money? I might be wrong, right. but I think he, he played enough games to trigger an extension and then Stoke and him, from what Michael O'Neill said, have just gone, you want to go and play in Kuwait for some lots of money? Yeah, all right, fine, do it. Yeah, I mean, you can't really argue with that, can you? And no doubt he would have been quite a big earner for us. And with the financial positions that the club finds itself in, you've kind of got to, got to act that way. The the, the players who we've brought in then, um, well, there's, there's three of them, so we'll, we'll go through each. Uh, ben Wilmot then, the first one of note, uh, he brought in pretty much as soon as we announced that Nathan Collins was off. Uh, coming in for undisclosed once again from Watford. This is the young defender you were on about, Tom. Yeah, he um, at the start of the season when Watford had a manager who had a name that was different to the manager that they have now, um, they played a back three and Wilmot did quite well in it. Um, seems to be the kind of centre-back that um, hints at this whole Michael O'Neill wanting to play out from the back. He seems comfortable doing that. I think we've seen him in the relatively short periods of pre-season so far, seeing him sort of carrying the ball out of defence. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't think there's anything wrong. Like I said, I think this just seems totally unstoke and we've replaced, if not like for like, we've definitely found someone who can do a role and um, something that I think was mentioned before really is... Um, we aren't really replacing Nathan Collins as a centre-back. Um, bizarrely, mm. last season, most of his games were at right-back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think he seems promising and someone to be excited about, and he has a fine head of hair. And also, and this was the the most important thing to me, as soon as he was announced for Stoke, he updated literally every single bit of social media to include, like, him with the shirt, banners. He updated everything to say, oh, I'm a Stoke player. I like the idea that he himself had been sat just working on those things on Photoshop and, <laughs> and, and did it all himself rather than it being some like 
happy agent because he it feels like he's of a level where he wouldn't have a whole graphics team behind him and so i hope that it's just he has a passion for graphic design and he's made his own banners that'd be <laughs> it was it was nice anyway and he certainly comes across as a i don't know nice person from the interviews five games for udinese as well where you know <laughs> if if you literally step foot in Italy, that makes you a better center half by proxy so yeah that's pr- yeah. promising very true, very true. Uh, we've also brought in Jack Bonham from Gillingham on a free. Assuming this is third choice goalkeeper, what's what's that one about them? He is a goalkeeper. Yeah. Fun fact: Jack Bonham and um, what's his name, Ben Wilmot, were were both born in Stevenage. Really, Stevenage facts. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Uh, he, think... uh, Jack Bonham has not played for Udinese. He has played for <laughs> Harrow Borough, Arsley Town, and Gillingham, uh, most notably. Uh, no goals, no career goals for Jack Bonham. Disappointing. <laughs> he's due one. He's, he's arguably due one. It's. I mean, on on a free, it kind of feels like it's a a bit of a nothing, a nothing signing. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who's gonna who's gonna be number one goalkeeper next season. Adam, yeah, literally, literally number one. You can't see it. Literally number one. Yeah. That was Dave holding his phone up to the Zoom call there, but it just did not work for us. Um, <laughs> okay, literally, Adam Davis number one. Fair enough. Um, uh, okay, finally then, uh, on the fifth of July, uh, Mario Veranic of. Formerly of Norwich City, but came to us on a free. 32-year-old midfielder. He seems to be the one who has caught the most people's attention because, my God, he's a creative midfielder. This isn't something that happens at Stoke City. 32 years old, though. Um, it's the one niggling bit, I guess, but it's is it really a problem? I think this player is going to cause some arguments. I can sense it already. There's just something about... There's going to be some arguments about this player. Um, I, I want leave to... it up to you to, to you know, speculate on what those arguments might be, but I think he's going to cause some arguments. <laughs> what um, If you had to hazard a guess, Dave, right now, what side of the argument will Tom be on? Well, Tom... <laughs> We'll be pleased to know that Mario Vrancic is not from uh, Stevenage. He is from. Uh, <laughs> he was born in Slavonski Brod in Croatia in the former Yugoslavia, uh, but uh, plays internationally for Bosnia Herzegovina or used to play internationally for Bosnia Herzegovina. Um, I think Tom will probably appreciate his free kicks and his uh, grounding in Eastern European politics. <laughs> Any Udinese appearances? Uh, no is uh, mainly uh, Paderborn, Norwich, and Rotweiss Arlen uh, man. And a, and a, he, I think he played for Darmstadt. He did play for Darmstadt. And I can't remember if that was during their brief, mm. brief period. His his Wikipedia says um, Paderborn 07, uh, Paderborn 07, then Darmstadt 98, which is a hell of a game. I mean, <laughs> Paderborn defence all over the shop. <laughs> but I mean, an exciting player. Do you think? I know we're going to cause arguments already, but 
Yeah, Stoke aren't so much as having a hot girl summer, but a hot number 10 season. (laughs) Him and Nick Powell are... You know, yeah, I, I'll take I'll take seeing at least one of those for ninety minutes every every other week. That'll mm-hmm. do nicely. Um, yeah. I wanted us to sign him a long time ago. Unfortunately, I can't find the social media receipts to say that he's out of contract and we should sign him. But I think I said that in a group chat somewhere. So, um, look forward to that one going wrong. <laughs> with with I mean, granted, only three signings coming in. Uh, so far, does it suggest a change in how we are going to to line up formation wise or anything? Tom, I, hand is up. I, I have a motion to declare a new signing who isn't actually a new signing. Alfie Doherty is like Alf, like Alf, a new oh, signing yes. in the old parlance of the football cliches. He hasn't played a game of football for Stoke yet, but he scored a goal for us. He did against Hibernian in the two preseason games we've played, where we drew with it was Hibs, wasn't it? And then uh, a six-nil thrashing of Northern Irish champions Linfield. They Jesus. were raging. And then, sh- <laughs> hey, tell that to what was it called, Orange William or whatever he was on Twitter, who was absolutely <laughs> raging about it. There's never been so much aggro in Northern Ireland. <laughs> He was. It's. I mean, yes. It's. It's. Well, there was, we, we, there was no order in the back line at all. It was absolutely <laughs> shocking. Um. It was. Yeah. At Linfield reserves after a training camp in Northern Ireland. We're not. It's still early in preseason. You can't really judge anything based on any of those games. Um. You can because we drew with Hibs, who then went on to beat Arsenal. So, Stoke are better than Arsenal again. Yeah. If we're drawing with Hibs and losing uh, and beating Linfield six nil, is this a victory for the Pope? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will declare that. One person who would be happy with that is James McLean. However, <laughs> he's uh, he's in the dog doghouse a little bit at the moment, isn't he? His shirt number is has been changed. He Michael O'Neill has told him that he's got to do a lot of work to get back in the. Uh, Back in the old first team, is is McLean a player you can see going by the end of this window? I have, yeah. I have such great respect for James McLean, um, especially with his like career trajectory, like matching it exactly. Pivot with Conor McGregor, like, <laughs> he's he's in the under twenty threes of a championship squad. Yet he's posting on Instagram like, uh, like I don't know, yeah. a, a top international footballer would if they were left out of anything. Yeah. Um, what a great shit house! It's been an honour for him to have served us, but yeah, I, I can't <laughs> see him being a Stoke player come the first of September. No, yeah, no, that's that's uh, certainly on that left hand side as well. If uh, am I right in thinking, told Alfie and even Josh Tymon have been playing out on that left, so you kind of figure that. McLean's days are numbered. And you've got Morgie Fox there as well, so, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of people who will feel like a new signing, too, technically we did sort of re-sign. It, Big Sammy Klukels. Um oh. I, I think big season ahead for Big Sam. I think he's going to revitalise things without the... I don't know. Maybe he just felt a bit nervous around John Obi McKell and he felt a bit scared of like, oh, he's a really good player. I don't want to show myself up. But I think he could be good. Uh, midfields are 
interesting area for me. I, <laughs> I don't know whether it's going to be Alan and Klukas and hope for the best. I don't know whether it's going to be one of or two of Alan Klukas Thompson. I don't mm. know if he sees any future recruitment in that area, but it's it's interesting that we've sold Cousins, um, Mikel, and one more from the midfield. Ryan, Ryan Woods. And Ryan Woods, and we still... We, whilst we don't exactly feel light in that area, we still think, yeah, no one's really answered that question for us in our championship stay. Um, I think behind them we've got Oakley, Booth and Sorensen. Interesting to see if he sees any of the, either of those stepping up. But yeah, I think that's my biggest question mark of this team at the moment. Oh, and speaking of liking you signing, little little lad called Tyrese. He's <laughs> uh, been uh, working his way back. He was kicking nice footballs recently. Yes. Not with everyone that's... else, but he was kicking footballs. That is my favourite thing I like to see Tyrese Campbell kick is footballs. <laughs> that's top kickable objects. It, way him. away as well. Like, there's nothing else really I want to see him yeah. kicking. Uh, kicking dust? No. No, it doesn't. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. It's literally, It's literally just footballs. <laughs> but it, yeah, I mean, yeah, Campbell coming back into the team, albeit I don't want him to be rushed back in. Um, but that's that's got to be a got to be a good thing. Jacob Brown, granted against Linfield reserves, but looked like he had a a decent game. Many people in our in our comments here on Twitter have said that he oh he looks like he's been in the gym a little bit. Looks like he could be improving. I mean, it's like it's one game against the the. Against Linfield, did it? So, did you, have you seen the sixth goal? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Fletcher's goal? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, inst- I instantly the same size. I, I sent the I sent the Stephen Fletcher goal to to my friend Dan, who's the Sheffield Wednesday fan, uh, because before we signed him, he said to me, "Oh, I hear you're after you're going in for Fletcher." Guaranteed, he'll try a bicycle kick every three games. So and I sent him, and he's like, "Yep, get ready for that now." Every other game in the season. <laughs> so, oh god, it's 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 for me, it's a more acceptable Charlie Adams shooting from the halfway line. Um, <laughs> but yes, some comments from the Twitter people. Uh, Stokey seventy three says the incomings look good. Uh, gutted and disgusted at Campbell's departure. Good to see some departures, but we still need more, including Vokes, McLean, Allen. Brown looks to improve. Talk of Alan as captain and playing makes me sick. <laughs> um, yeah, Alan may not be here, but him as him as captain, who's who's going to be captain? Uh, I think I said this last season. Big suits. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. Certainly would be nice. Nick Just... Powell. With a nice new contract, please. Vrancic, just to start the argument early. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, George on Twitter says, I've been feeling too positive this summer, so I'd like you to answer a negative question. What do you think the biggest weakness in the team is at this minute heading into the season? I think you probably touched on the field. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Speaking of coronavirus, oh god, man. Uh, here we, here we, here we <laughs> fucking go. Can we talk for a slight moment, just albeit briefly, about Jeff Cameron being unable to travel in an away game 
to Canada because he has refused to be vaccinated, only for his team to concede five goals. Yeah, like, that's amusing. Yeah. Poor, poor Jeff. Jeff Cameron just becoming like, I don't know, just a, laugh, a laughing stock. Even even in America, as far as it goes, it's nice. It's nice to see him. Him and Christian Pulisic sitting together, yeah, ad- admiring their NRA membership or whatever it is they do. Shooting fish or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's our it's our it's our right to shoot fish with a rocket launcher. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my right. Bless him. <laughs> anyway, that yeah, I went off there. Uh, one Stoke says we need a striker who can stay fit. And... I don't know if he's... <laughs> I, I don't even know what that is. Alexa's we don't even have we, we don't even have an Alexa. <laughs> oh god, I don't know what it is. <laughs> the calls coming from inside the house. Oh god, uh, one one Stoke. Uh, no, that didn't trigger it. Uh, it says we need a striker who can stay fit and chip in a minimum of 15 goals. Until they're, then... They're 10 a penny, then. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, but on a, I suppose on a more broad thing, do you think, presuming Sam Vokes isn't your option as a replacement striker, mm. uh, do you, what do we need? Do we need another? We need Dwight Gale. Get him in. <laughs> no, it's Jermaine Defoe. We need Defoe in. He's still still playing. So is Lee, is Lee still... Trundle still knocking about? <laughs> Before Jermaine Defoe, who was it? Who Rob Hulse. Rob Hulse. Rob Hulse. Oh, yeah. Carlton Cole, that was another. Yes, Carlton yes. Cole. There was a big Heskey chat for a while. I remember when that. When we first got promoted, big Heskey chat. Oh, Do you remember when we got linked to Van Nistelrooy? <laughs> I swear that was a thing. That was a thing, wasn't it? I don't oh, remember that. that. Or did you get linked to Ronaldinho or someone? Yeah, Ronaldinho. Get... Yeah, once or twice. Yes. That was hilarious. I, oh man. And then it was funny because it's like, oh, that's so silly. And then we started signing like Shakiris, and it was that seemed real and silly. And now look at us signing Ben Wilmot. Um, no disrespect <laughs> to Ben Wilmot. I'm sure he's. Equally as good it's as Ronaldinho. High majority caps for international. Has Ronaldinho ever played for Udinese? <laughs> or was he born in Stevenage? It's not the new monitor for Stoke players. We're yeah, just yeah, going to yeah. check that it's, every time. It's either Champions League winner's medal or Stevenage. That's what you need. <laughs> Robin Tunstall asks, Hey guys, can a team be too left-footed? Also, could Lasser be the man to replace Collins at right back? Cheers. Um, no. More, more left. More left-footed footballers. So. More left equals more heft. Yeah. And <laughs> more Lasser. right equals more shite. That's the. <laughs> that's that's, that's the how the phrase goes. Yeah. <laughs> and Lasser Soros is not going to replace anyone at right back. I, I, I mean, I know he played there briefly in pre-season, and yeah, if he does, great. But no, come on, come on. Fair enough, fair enough. Sorry, Rob. No, you're just wrong. Um, <laughs> poor, poor Rob. He's one of our, he's one of our genuinely nicest contributors. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shut down in flames. Yeah. At this early stage, then, is there? Is there anything that you uh, you want to see now between now and the end of preseason? 
what what moves do the club need to make? What I don't know. What what do you want to? What would make you happy and excited for the season? I just want to have fun. Um, I'm I'm really just done with like uh, football either not being available or breaking my heart. So if we could just have a little bit of fun, please. Um, I don't care who we sign. I don't care what formation he plays. I will after the first game when we lose 4-0, but I'm not really that bothered. I want to be at that. Can't believe I'm looking forward to giving it to fucking Reading. I want to be at that. <laughs> want to be at. Want to be at that Reading game against whoever the hell plays for Reading these days. And thinking, oh yeah, look, he's, he's kicked the ball. Kick it, yeah, kick it. Come on, yes, kick, goal potentially. Uh, yeah, so I'm just wanting August to hurry up, and uh, I'll uh, I'll worry about the consequences of my actions at a later date, <laughs> which is the which is the style at the time. So, yeah, fair enough, Tom. Um, I'd like a, I'd like yeah, I'd really like us to continue down this stats route. I mean, we've had a few rumours that seem like. You know, signing people from the Czech Republic. Ooh, that's new. That's different. Brentford don't do that. Maybe they do. Maybe that's what makes them good. I don't know. Just, right, yeah. Anyone who's linked with Brentford, sign them. Again, the the ones they miss out on. The, obviously, we're not going to get Christoph Iyer, manager legend. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Sign someone from not the United Kingdom. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that seems a bit too too deadly for me, Tom. I don't know. Very, I think the most I'll very, accept. Very unshorn Dyche of you, that Tom. Yeah, no, I feel the Sheffield most United of me is it. The most I will accept is if they've possibly played for Udinese. <laughs> yeah, look, Tom. Sign Tom, the Pozzos. The way it works is either. In. Literally, this is the Euros final. England, second best team. Italy, best team. So they can either be from England or from Italy because they're the best teams. There's no one else any fucking... We've got loads of Welsh players. They're shit. We've got players who aren't even making a very, very shit Welsh squad. So oh, I'll tell you what I will want, and it's, it's actually not Stoke-related. I'd quite like to see Harry Souter score some headers against small children in the Olympics much as he does much as oh, yeah. he, much as he does in the um, um, oh, shit what's the Australasian the, footballing thing uh, those the World uh, Cup qualifiers when he plays for Australia and he just right. scores headers because he tends to play against teams who are a bit shorter and um, <laughs> I'd like that to happen in the Olympics and maybe maybe he can come home with the gold. Yes. Good luck getting that red medal around his big old head. Um will head it away. <laughs> Just get rid of it. <laughs> oh, tell you what tell you what we do need to see slash save. Boat cake. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. A Stoke yes. on Trent institution. It's dead. Well, it's not dead. Gone. It's just it's not in, it's for, just sale. for sale. <laughs> how much? Uh, remind me again. How much is it that it is for sale for? Um, I'm going to jump on the Twitter very quickly. Was it like forty-five? Like, yeah, fifty-four thousand nine hundred and fifty pounds for a live abroad trade boat. All fixtures and fittings, goodwill and know-how too. If you want to trade, phone. Okay, but yeah, say that's. I mean, that's quite sad. 
I'm just thinking it? James McLean with a week or maybe a couple of weeks' wages could easily easily buy that and just play rebel songs as he floats it round the ground. <laughs> <laughs> just leaves oh, James... it floating outside, screaming things like, "Am I am I fit? Am I fit for international duty now, Michael?" <laughs> Oh man, I would, I would serious. Like I know we, I put on the Twitter. Oh, can we crowdfund it? And that would be semi-serious if I knew anything one about canal boats and two about owning a. It can't be that hard. Yeah, (laughs) but also you know, serving and preparing food for people. That's That's, amazing. But God, I hope someone does buy it. You know, it'd be nice. So if you if you've got a spare fifty five grand and you'd like to buy a barge, um, that also doubles up as a as a kitchen and that once was visited by Jeremy Corbyn, you can uh, you can buy a boat, buy a boat. That'll you'll love it. You'll so if love Corbyn it. Corbyn really I mean, cared I... about the working class. He'd buy it. Well, <laughs> so here's what I was thinking. Every day, if you. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, fucking Jeremy Corbyn. Well, if you buy it, maybe you... (laughs) They've not got this far. (laughs) But you could invite your political figures down to it, couldn't you? And just have them hanging out a window. Just a thought, really. Just a thought. on hanging. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tom. Oh, Tom. (laughs) Hey, you know. It's never too early for a Mussolini show. (laughs) Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> um, uh, can we all agree to shout Wilmot as he uh, yeah, yeah. heads balls in a la Fred Flintstone? Good. Agreed. Moving on. Motion passed. Motion passed. Um, yeah. Any I, I any think, other any other business? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I'm I'm kind of just yeah. Um, I I think Moritz Bauer leaving has. Uh, a signal the death for uh, Michael O'Neill, Stoke detective. I think he can put his feet up now. <laughs> I think he, this case will remain unsolved, but it's uh, it's not something I, he needs to concern himself with. I think of it very much in the way of like Twin Peaks, and it will it reappear twenty five years later, and we will conclude the story. But in a in a can't say the word. We will cause more questions than we will answers. In twenty-five years' time, or, or we could we'll go do. for like the, the 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 Gen Z reference, and like we'll get a five-part Netflix special out of it if we leave it for long enough. They'll get the buzz about it's not solved. People yeah, dedicate yeah. their lives to it. They'll lose their they shit, never... and then we'll make yeah. make the money on the Netflix special. Where was Netflix when Firefly was cancelled? Eh? Where was it? Nowhere. Lazy. I don't have anything else to say about Stoke or football, but Can't... what I would. Oh yeah, Kit, Kit, yeah. Get me, get tell me that. What's, what do you think of the away kit? Uh, it's it's fine. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Nathan Heaney linking up with Campbell and Powell next season because I think he's the uh, by the looks of it, he's our he's our only player. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, bloody hell. Um, I don't know when we'll do this again because with it being the like. Pre-season, there's not as much to talk about on a weekly things, but we'll do this again soon. But it's been nice to talk to you both. Yes, it's been good. Nice to pod, pod thing, and it's been nice to talk to them out there listening to it. If if they have, 
The, the fools. <laughs> um, right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Dave, thank you for coming, and I hope you have a week where you don't bake to death. Uh, likewise, thank you. Those words were moving. Thank you. Tom, I hope you're okay. And yeah, I you look forward to can... the to the four two three one three five two transitional tactical model that Mike O'Neill is gonna put forward for us to mm-hmm. win everything at once. I'm just I'm just looking forward to you being able to open the big door again. I can't wait. Just, that's what I want. <laughs> open the big door to promotion, <laughs> am I right? Here we here we here we fucking go. Yes man. Good one. Um and and you, you listening out there, thank you very much for listening. It's nice to have to talk to you all again. Um Stay safe. It's a really interesting and odd time. Freedom Day may be around the corner, but just keep yourself safe, you know? Who knows what's going to happen? But hopefully you'll all be able to go and see Stoke smash six past Reading on it's opening coming, day. Huh? It's coming home. Huh? It's coming home. It's coming. Disappointment's coming home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. God, it is. Right. That's enough. <laughs> Stay safe out there. Everyone, until we meet again, go on Stoke.